up to uh, page 32 in Ayin Beis, chapter 20, volume 1, it's the end of Mimer 5, Discourse 5. So in the last chapter I discussed the the status, the state of being of the, the ten hidden spheres. What kind of state they're in. That even though they are um, ten spheres, but they're in a very nebulous and uh, um, refined ethereal state. So therefore, they can reside side by side, they can reside together, even though there are opposites like chesed and gvur, fire and water in their root. And Abraham explained it several different ways. The second half of the chapter, I just want to go over it because it's a little complicated. When I reviewed it again, I actually wrote up some notes which are online. Now each chapter we're putting up online is, has a bunch of tools now. So I have like a thing called summary, analysis, points to ponder, and some parallel sources. So I'm writing up when something comes up that seems a little contradictory or challenging. And let everybody weigh in on it, you know, in writing. But I'll just share what I, uh, in reviewing this. To demonstrate how an expression of, uh, of an experience that comes from the inner faculties as they are in the essence or in the roots, how the ten hidden spheres function. Remember, we're talking about something that's intuitive because we can't have real comprehension because before the symptom. So the Rebbe Rashab, you know, said, like, let's use an example. Generally speaking, the faculties function in a very organized way. You have vision through the eyes, hearing through your ears, and every faculty has its particular uh, place, which is the essence of Erpnimi. Erpnimi means the specific integrated faculties as they are in an internalized way, everything has its place. That's the structure of existence. But what we're learning here is in understanding the structure, we have to go into the inner structure, and the inner structure, we're talking about containers and energies. So generally, these two meet, and you have a functional, using the human body as an example, functional body. In the spiritual world, it's functional atzillus. A functional structure is energy and containers. Containers are the identity, energy is the transcendence, or reflection of the, what's called the artist. So you don't just have a painting, you also have the so-called spirit of the artist in the painting. And that's what the air represents. Then in the air itself, in the energy itself, we've been discussing how the energy also has in a sublime fashion spheres as well, also some form. Not quite like the containers, in a more abstract form. And in its root, the ten hidden spheres, also they're ten, but they're very sublime. So when we look at the structure, we see the structure. We don't really know what's going on at the unconscious level, except what we're told and what we can intuit. So to, to demonstrate to ma a manifestation, like someone say, okay, what does it look like there? And is it ever uh, expressed? So there's an example by Matan Teru. 
The Matan Taylor, because it was a high revelation, like he says, a revelation from Atzma Saint Sof. From the Mailam Sayyidishas, which means a gili from higher than the structure, which in Nefesh means a gili of your deeper kaychis, which don't usually happen. It was a one time thing. There are other examples, but this is the one he uses here. So something happened. When, when you have a reflection from there, yeah, suddenly these faculties that usually have their function and their place and their role went through some type of reversal. As the as the Rashi brings, suddenly sight was able to hear and hearing was able to see. So without, without getting into the explanation, what we see here is that there is a deeper dimension where faculties are not just the way they usually work. But this requires, obviously, a revelation from outside. This doesn't just happen. You can't just initiate it. Even though I said the synesthesia, there are people born that way. Okay, but that's, they're born that way. It's not through Aved. It's not through their work. You can't work on it and suddenly start hearing sounds when you look at things. But there was a gilly here. So we have here is an example of what happens when that state of the soul in the spiritual essence, the hidden spheres, or the place where, let's say, where Shama and Hill and the abstract idea, when that's revealed, yeah, there's suddenly similar, he doesn't say yet till later, similar to when Shammai is Mekel and Hill is That itself proves also that there's, there obviously was not a miracle. It did not require a major guilty. There, because Seichel by nature is abstract, so when the student returns to the teacher, he can hear it a different way, even though his Kalim of Gvura would usually hear Yisr, stringent approach, he hears leniency. So there's a, so, so obviously Bhavant and Teda was in a more intense way because they actually the faculties, sight and sound is much more than just an abstract idea, Chesna and Gvura, but the same idea that that proves, that shows that there is an ability when you go in there, you see suddenly faculties which would have contradicted each other. And opposites, fire and water, Chesna and Gvura, have ability to reverse roles in certain in certain conditions. Yes. Huh? Sight and sound is really a metaphor for for Rukhnes and Gashmas, isn't it? Yeah, look, it's it's really a met, it's really meant to try to teach us first of all that the structure is not airtight. Don't think that what you see is what, you know. There's we're talking about interface. Remember, we're looking how to take a, a world that's finite, tangible, diverse, and connected. So the fact that we see this example, let's say with Seichel, the subtract, tells you that. You can take a world that maybe you and I can maybe disagree about something, but if we go a little deeper into the source, not only can we agree, we can even reverse roles. You can be me and I can be you, so to speak. For So so really it's about showing how you can refine the world, a world that... Like you can make the argument, you know something? God created a structure, which means he never changes it. That's it. It's over. You can never reach heaven. Well, like like before Martin Taylor, that's it. It's airtight. Just like you can't jump more than a certain amount of feet, and you can't uh, you can't fly. There's limits. But the whole point, of course, is the interface that we want to connect with the divine. That we could connect rule and legal, which initially seems illogical or seems impossible. So that's why you have to have legal within the gvul and gvul within the legal. That's really what's going on. So the gvul and the legal is that the air has in it some type of air gvul, very subtle. And the Bligvul and Bligvul is that Kalin can connect to that air. We'll talk later how that happens, but the bottom line is what we have here is that's not Yertai. Chesla and Gvura are not locked forever. So we have examples. 
this again, this is not talking how you, how do we, you know, this example you could say is only by Martin Taylor, once one, an ex- exception. But it shows us that we have it all the time inside of us. The soul always carries the, 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 these faculties in this more sublime way. But here, okay, that's a so-called summary of the general thing. But then, in page in page thirty-one, end of the second half of the chapter nineteen, goes into a whole discussion, and I'm trying to sum it up. I'll sum it up, and there are, to me at least, seemingly some contradictions, or at least things that need clarity. So let me just state it for the record here, and then we'll continue on. What what's what's what he says is really several interpretations in this meeting. What exactly happened when they saw the sounds? When they saw the sights? When they saw the sounds? And they heard the sights. What exactly happened? And this is relevant because it's all relevant of how exactly this so-called um, confluence or their residing, dwelling together, takes place. So he begins with the important, the most important thing is that seemingly this is much more than just when there's reversal of roles, a substitution of roles of sight and sound, is much more than just residing side by side because they're in a state of an ethereal state. They actually reverse roles. So initially, and I'm 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 only summing. I'm not reading in the order of how he said it. I'm just summing it up as a totality when you look, think of the whole thing. So initially, one could argue that maybe what happened was. I see almost three interpretations. To be honest, what happened was no. The reversal of roles is only on the faculty level, meaning on the outer level, expressive level. That sight, they actually were able to hear um, sights and and see sounds, but um, But nothing happened really on the, on the essential faculty level. In other words, in a way, this is not even a proof of anything because you could say the faculties as they are in the essence of the soul don't have a, don't, don't, are not yet shaped. So therefore, they can reverse roles without any issue. It's a, it's a chiddush, an innovation on the outer level that usually they can't, and even there they have it. So then you could argue basically, so it's not really adding anything really new except showing, yes, it is showing that, uh, that, in the, that there's a place where these, these faculties do not have this distinction. But it doesn't necessarily show something more than that. Meaning it just shows that they, they can reside side by side. And it's not a, it's not a question why they reverse, because the reversal only happens where there's really a distinct identity. In the essence of the soul, there's no distinct identity. So therefore, when there's a gili, a special revelation from higher than the structure, from the essence of the soul, since the essence of the soul doesn't have these distinctions, it also spills over into the faculties, and suddenly sight can say. And that's that. That's, but he says, kosher lemer came. You can't, it's difficult to say that, because the distinction between Ri and Shmir, sight and sound, is not just on the, in the containers. It's not just on the faculty, the way the expressed faculties are expressed. They fundamentally are two different elements. Because Ria grasps the es- essence of something, and Shmiya sound and, and hearing grasps the, the the its being, its expression. 
And that's why sight actually sees the physical thing and seeing and hearing only hears, so, so to speak, it's, it's distant sound. It's sound. So therefore, since in the root, it's also two different things. So therefore, you can't just say they were such an ethereal state. You have to say that the real, the real thing that happened here was even on a sensual level, the faculties reverse roles, which is more than just them residing and dwelling side by side together. That's the first thing. Then he goes on to ask, and, and this was what really got me because I saw the different distinction. So if that's the case, what exactly is exactly the innovation? What's, what's the, what's the chiddush? What's the virtue of sight being able to see, to be able to uh, also grasp the mitzis of something, the, the being? It sees the essence. Why does it have to see the, what's the advantage of that? So here he goes into another explanation, which really goes back that there was, there's no need for role reversal because there's a different meaning, a different interpretation of seeing the sounds. Seeing the sounds and hearing the sights means that usually what is close to us is the yesh. We, we, we relate to Gashmi's physical. And we hear about from a distance, shmir. Knows what we see is the physical, the outer. And we hear the sound or the story of that God is a divine force within everything. But Matan Teda, that changed. Suddenly, we were able to see that which was always distant to us and we could only hear it. And what became, and, and the Shmir, which was always something that was close to us, the Yesh, that became distant. That became what we hear now as a distance. Yeah, he says both ways. Shemines Hanida. I'm sorry. That you could hear and see what was always distant, and now shame and sanida, that what was physically obvious to us physically is now only a distant thing because the yesh is bought. So according to this, it's not that sound sound suddenly became sight, like he says. Because of this, according to this, there's no ischalfus akechus. Ain't there ischalfus akechus? Nothing happened. Well, no, what, no, something tremendously happened. Our perception, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying you don't need to say that they actually saw a sound. They didn't see a sound. They saw that which always appeared like a sound from a distance. So this also t- tells us what the achievement is. He has the question, what's the achievement? That's what it means. Okay. That you could see... The Kayakhalaki, basically. Okay. Now, according to this, what do we have now? So we go back that there's no exchange of role reversals. So then it's back to the original thing that there's no real um, what we learn from this is not that um, just we do learn that the that the faculties are ethereal, but you can't really use Rainus Anishma. This has proof to anything because something else is going on here. It doesn't t- teach us about the faculties as they stand in the source. Are they distinct or are they not distinct? We don't know. But then he says, Amnam Yashlema shall fear now. Listen to this. Hapir is the rain and Ishma who beshe is Hatsus to Bukay Hashmir.
One second. So listen to this. This is interesting. According to this first this interpretation we just said, the Kiddush is really primarily in what we see. Yeah, in what we see. That we can see that which we always is hidden from the eye. According to the regular interpretation before this one, it's actually the Kiddush is only what we is only what we hear. Because like he said, seeing what's 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 the virtue that see, you see Matthias? You know the Kiddush might happen was that even the things that even the hearing, which usually only hear the external of something, became like Bia. They actually could hear the sights. And that means that they were able to hear the muhus, the essence of something. So the Kiddush. No, 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 no. He said, look, read. Generally speaking, when you hear something, you only hear the, the outer layer. And by Matan Teva, the hearing was like seeing. It was as real as seeing. So therefore, the real Kiddush then is not so much in what they saw, but in what they heard. So he says, So, so Riyatak is not such a major, what happened by, that they were able to see the sound is not such a, like he asked the question before. What's so important? What's the virtue of that? So according to the, 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 the interpretation that they saw the, the divine force, you understand the Kiddush of that. That's, that has a Maila because it's a Maila, even the Riyah has a Maila. Here, according to the interpretation that he's really following here, the real Kiddush is Shmiya. That's what he's saying here. And this Shmiya is now on that level. And then he adds, and the ability for this to happen, this is what will happen, Lossed Lavi, it says, like Mashiach, Yavin Kol Yatsu Kiyati was because there was the Gili of Atmos higher than the ten hidden spheres. So here's where I have a confusion. What causes, the, according to this, there is an exchange of faculties, there is a reversal. So we really have two interpretations in the meaning of seeing the sounds and hearing the sights. One does not require reversal of faculties. One does. And the one that does, there's also seemingly two interpretations. Is the reversal only in the outer faculties or also in the inner faculties? Conclusion that it is on the inner. But I'm saying, but he does state the possibility of the outer. So you really have here like almost three possibilities. There's two where the, change, the faculties change either outer and inner. And there's one, there's no faculty change. But here's the question. What causes it to change? You know, what we're talking about now, of course, the, the, according to the one that the faculties change. So in the parentheses, it appears, not appears, it says clearly it's from Gileadzmus. It's higher than the structure. It's higher than the ten spheres, and therefore, it allows them to reverse roles. Basically, you could argue, well, before I get to that, but then when you go further down, he says, yes, outside the parentheses, that usually Riyah Shmiya in, in the, is, is in, within the structure is that they have a relationship, they see and experience the essence within the structure. But the essential light that's higher than the, than the structure, you only know that it exists. You cannot experience the essence of it. And what happened by Martin Tata was that they were able to see and hear and, and comprehend the essence of that which is higher than the structure. And he goes on to say, this is service is because it's like a chlifa dechtayu, and it comes because the market is poshet, so it's abstract. Here he doesn't say atzmos. So here's the question, what's causing this uh, the reversal? In the parentheses, it's atzmos. Something higher than the structure causes it. 
Here he's saying is the pshitus mekedam, like like in case of Shama and Hillel, you don't need some higher force from the divine. They just simply have to go back to the source, Shmaya Vavtalya, and hear it again, and they're able to reverse. Chesed can become vod. He compares it clearly to Achlifu And he says this is Yesim Inyan Hisardus of them just residing. So here's seemingly a contradiction here. Which one is it? So I began thinking about that, and as I said, I wrote it up. I, I, I mean, I'm, I, there's, there's a few ways you can say here that maybe there's two explanations. One is that it comes from higher atmos, and one that it actually comes from lower. Then I was thinking maybe it depends what you're talking about. If you're talking about um, residing side by side, that you don't need the power of atmos because the, the, the faculties themselves are ethereal. But if, you, but if you want them to have exchange reversal of roles, there you need something higher. Because what, what causes them to reverse the roles? That is one way. But that still does not really sit well with the last lines, because the last lines is also reversal roles. It says it's Yesamin Sardis. So I was thinking that maybe something opposite, and that he's alluding to, which is not, as I said, it needs Sarachim. And here's what I want to say. It's like this. And that's why he brought the first piece in the beginning. If you remember earlier in the chapter, he said that his scholars is not, we're not talking about his scholars. He says it like this. He says, In the, in the abstract source, in the Etzim Yuli, it doesn't, it's not that they're interconnected. It's just they reside side by side because it's in an ethereal state, so they can reside side by side. Maybe what he's alluding to is something that's going to be said a lot later, that hiskalus of the outer faculties requires atmos. The outer. The inner faculties, because they're ethereal, they can reverse roles, which is what he says at the end here. But if you want the outer faculties to actually reverse roles, there it's not enough. You need to have something of power that's even higher. That's the first time to that. Yeah, so it's all, so in other words, that's why you need all these different explanations here. Anyway, I'm just throwing this out there because I was reading it and I just thought anybody who's learning this may come to the same challenges here because there's a lot of things, a lot of things not spoken. So much later, the Rebbe Rashab, if you look at chapter, um, no, no, not the one he, that's a different one. Um, Chapter 276. So he makes it clear that Iskalus comes from Atmos to Jnaisa Haka. You can look at it later. So that's why that's what made me think that now that in the sense it's not Iskalus. So the question really is is how you see Raina Sanishma Shaman Sanira. Because Raymond Sanishma Shaman Sanira, they hear the sounds, it's not just that they reside side by side, they're actually reversing roles, which means it's much more of a scholarless thing than it is a... Uh, but remember, it's still complicated because by Chlifu Duchtai, he also made it clear that's not a scholarless. But Shammai in Hill, it's not because Shammai has, has also Chesed and Hill has Buddha. It's because in the root... So this is very much connected. Is it coming from an outside force? Is it coming from the system itself? Bottom line. This, uh, the, the fact that the, the, the factories can connect, is it coming from Atmos outside of the system or is it coming from within the system? I would have to say both are correct and they're both necessary. But it's just interesting, you know, it's the plot thickens. 
Okay, that's a summary a little of chapter 19, a little additional food for thought. And uh, I'd love to hear what others have to say about this. Another interesting thing I just want to add, that when he says at the end, he also seems to be reconciling between the two interpretations in Reyna Sanishma. Because the first interpretation, it's the practices actually change. The second one, it's more that you're able to, now we can see with, we can see what we usually only hear. Which is hasogas really, which is the words he's using here. So in some ways, he's like bringing them all together as one. That they, when they when they saw the sound, which means they saw what usually is the kayechaliki, you can say they actually saw, but they didn't see a sound. That's the thing. And here is much his comprehension. After the parentheses, he uses the words ziyasamuhus and hasogas He doesn't say anymore. Like if you look, he says, "In reyes anishma hudiyas muhus etzma'ir." He doesn't say "reyes anishma" as they saw a sound. It's "reyes muhus etzma'ir." It's very similar to the interpretation that it's not a literal exchange of faculties. Yeah. But here he's talking about exchange because look at the second layer. He says, "In yasavish yisukah." Maybe that's the explanation. That maybe that's the explanation. Maybe he's going back here. To the interpretation that's not actually they heard a sound, that it means that the the rias muus etzma er shem sinish asogi b'chinas asogi samuus. Hashem nisanira means not that they actually saw, but it's yeah. like. But then he goes back and says he sarvus v'shikol keich in a mukdam muhusayv v'kini chlufu dichtayo. He's saying clearly that it's an chlufu dichtayo, which is a reversal. Before he said if you go into that interpretation, there's no schal for sakeches. Understand what I'm saying? And here he says, So maybe what he's saying is really that there's no real exchange reversal of roles. It's just a, it's just that they're able to do something they weren't able to do. Like he says, Not so much. You know, it's mashma from here at the end, now that I'm reading it. Not so much that it assumes the other's personality, the other's faculty, it's more that it's not limited in its muhus. It could do something beyond its natural capacity. Its natural capacity is only to see external or hear the external. What happened by Matan Teda is that they were able to have a sogin muhus and and seeing the, the essence. So it means that, that the faculties have the ability to go beyond their own limit. So that's a khlifudhtaya. Not so much that they exchange roles that this one sees the hearing. By Shami and Hill, you see it's a real exchange. Chesed became Vuddha and Vuddha became Chesed. Here, he's not saying so much like that. This is another way to interpret it, but he does say it's and it's more than Ardus. Ardus would mean they reside side by side. They, they, they basically can dwell together where fire and water outside of the source cannot. And this means that they actually go beyond it. It needs explanation. No matter how how you twist it in these explanations, Shaman and Hillel, I would say they, they're going out of their own kelim, they're going towards the earth, to, to, and that's what's over here. It's it's inside the kelim, their own faculties. They were able to perceive something, and and, and comprehend it, whereas before they weren't able to comprehend it. They were able to. Or to, or you could say the opposite. You could say he's talking more in the inner level. Look, there's a lot of ways to go about this. It's not it's not fully in these explanations. Inside the kelim, that's what I thought. There's, you could also say it's the opposite because. Mm-hmm. But it would answer a lot. 
don't know. Th- th- this is definitely needs explanation. Anyway, just throwing it out there. Like, look, this is part of the Lilmud. What is the What's the Lashon exactly? That you learn something and then you need to learn more. <laughs> There's an expression. What's the expression? Dadish? Um, Okay, chapter 20, page 32. And this is a parenthesis. That the footnote says, probably maybe concludes at the end of the Maimon. So this is another chapter that's an entire chapter parenthesis. There's also another chapter that is a parenthesis, if you recall back in the last Maimon, chapter 16. So a lot of parentheses going on. So here's what he says now. But in the Rebbe's Mamari Mosa, there was a lot of parentheses, right? Well, later when they were moving, not so, yeah, inside, but not, it's a lot different than this. Here's you have entire chapters, entire subjects on parentheses. Maybe less, not, I never really. Vihine, now, chapter 20. The Tere Yesh Midbar Yishu Vesada. Now, how was that come? How does that fit in? Okay, we'll figure it out. In Tere, there's, there's three types of so called yeah, terrains. There are three, three terrains, generally speaking, in, on, on the globe. Top, topographical terrains. Number one is Midbar, is a desert, a wilderness. Yishuv is a civilized place of civilization. Where they settle. The Sada is a field. You do a detail It's known that Tate in general is the Tsira of Adam. The Tate is structured like a the human structure. Like it says, this is the Tata of man. Which is a proof brought that the Tata is structured like the human being. Remember, this is, shouldn't be such a pella a surprise, because remember, the human being is structured like Salamud Musa So Adam is a Damalel, Adam, a human being, is structured like the divine structure. So Tata is also in that same structure. The Mishkin is also in that structure. This means that Tata is in a level of Pnimi. Structure. That's what Pnimi means here. Pnimi means it's an internalized, integrated energy. Shuzawa has been Tater and Mitzvahs. This is the difference between Tater and Mitzvahs. This was also discussed about earlier at the end of the first Mimer, chapter um, 4. So it says like this What's the difference? Mitzvahs is listening to God's commandments, laws. So that's Ratz Nalyan. is not you have a personal relationship with the one who wants it. It's like the master commanding and saying, I want you to do this, so you do it. So your relationship is with what he wants. And Ratz is a makif, surrounds, as opposed to an internalized relationship. Tayra, on the other hand, is Chachma. You study it. And study means you have to understand it. Like he says in Tanya, Maskel Musku, your whole mind gets encompassed with it. You have to struggle with it. You comprehend it. It's internalized. So Tayra is a relationship with Hashem, with God, through God's wisdom. 
you're studying God's wisdom, and therefore, so it'd be like, let's say, a king gives you an order, you listen, that's not scenario. But if you study the king's ideas and teachings, and what he taught, then you connect into his mind. Like the, someone once says, the Rebbe, Rebbe wanted, someone brought the Rebbe manuscript. The Rebbe wanted to repay him, so the Rebbe said, what can I give you? He says, I'd like a picture of you with a, with a signature, an autograph photo, autograph photo. That's what they do with celebrities. The Rebbe says, why do you want that? He says, because I want to have a connection with you. So he says, you want to have a connection with me? Learn what I love. You go across the street. You can take any safer you want. From, see this? From my view. You learn what I learned. That's how it's cautious. Like he says, also. That really is is learning what the Rebbe learned. So it's with a picture or, okay, it's even more makritik, but even but even listening to the to a command that you're connecting through Ratzinelli, which is a connection, but it's a different type. Internalized one is you learn what the, what what the what Hashem says in the Torah, so you're connecting with Hashem via data. You're connecting to understand. So that's pnimi. Okay, you say makif is unstructured. You could always say makif is beyond the structure. Yeah, generally speaking, makif is beyond the structure. But when you say mitzvah, also they have some form of connection. Each and and, and Torah has also an element of kabbalah cell. You know, you say that's not Torah. So that is scholars. Of course, it's scholars. Yeah, for sure. We're talking about their primary function, not their. They both have each in them. Tate is also a mitzvah. Remember, learning Tate is also a mitzvah. So it also has that element. Mm -hmm. But the way a mitzvah is done is like he says in Tanya. That's more like the levush. You're grasping the makif. Tate is internalized. Now, when you learn Tate about a mitzvah, you're also learning what the mitzvah does for you. It's also you know film. But in general speaking, there's listening to the Ratzon and then there's comprehending it. It's two different things. Now he says like this. So remember, we're saying the Teda has a structure. And the structure, like the universe, is structured. There's a Midbar Yeshiva Sada. There's Midbar, which is a desert. So now he's explaining. What's Midbar Shabbat What's the Midbar Shabbat I should just elaborate a bit. You know, we say, Elam Kotten Zah Adam. This doesn't say this, but it also adds this world is like a small universe. I'm sorry, the world is like a Helen Cotton's out. The human being is like a small universe, a universe of micro, microcosm. And it says, and, the, and Elam is a goof god, the goof is god, meaning the universe is a like a large body. So when you say Tate has mid what what's the proof? You could say, what is Tate of Tate's Chir Adam? Where in Adam is there mid Sada? You know, so this says the Medrash. And the Adam, because El Khan's Adam, it has valleys and mountains and it has these three things, Midbi Yushavasada. We have all these three within us, so also Tata has all these three. So now he's explaining what's the midbushabatata? Yeshlam Shazawa Tata Kmashi Bikinis Essasphirosagnosis. Yeshlam, you can say this is the Tata as it stands in the hidden ten hidden spheres. This is connecting it back to what we were discussing. The Ima Yesh and Essasphiris, even though they're ten spheres, Mukomak Maharim Lebuchinis Bitsis, Lebuchinis Halkus. They don't have any substance, they have no being, they have no and Lebchin Skalkas and they have no distinction. Remember, he made those that, that clarification earlier. That they don't that they don't have substance and therefore they also don't add any ribut. They don't add any multiplicity in that. So there's no distinction. This means that within the Adam, there's also within the structure of the Adam, there's a level beyond structure. Kiloyodamu. Well, he's talking about the Torah. Torah is Bchinus Adam, he just said. Mm -hmm. 
So Torah has in this uh, this dimension. He's combining a lot of things here together. It's it's, it's remember Torah is a essential theme in Ayin Beis because Torah is the ultimate interface as well. So Torah and Adam has has this dimension. And remember, we're talking before about Matan Torah. So we're talking about Matan Torah. There, what happened? They could see this. They they saw this. They saw the sounds. And they heard the sights. So by Matan Torah, there's a dimension of a revelation from the Esrus and basically from a place of the inner faculties of existence, which in, in effect caused us, remember he said before, a very key line, this is the bottom of page Lamed, that the Gili of Matan is the Maila State of Shtalshlis. The Benefesh is the Gili of Kechis Atzmim. So the same thing he's saying here. So Teda, Matan Teda, two things happen. I mean two things. It's one thing, but two man, two. One is that there was a Gili from a higher place of the structure, what he's calling now the Esos Firas Agnusis, Loyodom, and that infected the human being, that our faculties came shining forth from within. So therefore, it caused this uh, reversal, however you interpret the, 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 the faculty, um, what's the word, um, cross-wiring. We call it faculty cross-wiring, cross-wiring of the faculties. Okay, so that's, that's the level of midbar within the Adam itself, Adam. Remember, Lay Adam who talks about a midbar. Ki Lay Yashav Adam. So the Alter Rebbe says in, in the Kutatera, this passion, Mamidbar, that there's two interpretations in Mamidbar. It's lower than Adam, a place a human can't live there because it's lower than civilization. But then there's a level that's Lay Adam, because it's higher than structure. It's higher than structure. That's why the Tera was given in Mamidbar, because the Tera had revealed something higher than the structure. It wasn't just structure. So something given the structure, the Besamikdash is built in Yerushalayim. It's within structure. It also has elements from higher, but that's the reason. So Midbar really has two things. And the root of the lower Midbar is in the higher Midbar. So Le'yoshev Adam Sham literally means it's not a place, it's not a, it's not a, place, it's not a, uh, a place for a human being to live. Why? Because it's, it's lower than human beings. It's, it's dry, arid. It's not habitable, right? It's not inhabitable. But then there's an expression that Midbar really comes from a place that's behind. So this is what he's saying his Midbar. And in Tate itself, you can say this is the secrets. Interesting. Seid and Roz is just, is just Aramaic and Hebrew. So it says both. Seid and Roz and The secrets and the secrets of Tate. Maybe sometimes Roz is the matter of Okay. What's the use the Lashon of the Zayar? No, 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 no. Uh-huh. It's more than, probably more than that. There's also this, you know, there's Razan, Razan, the Razan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is very relevant. I'll soon explain why he's bringing this here. It's not just some footnote. It's a parenthesis because it's clearly digressing a bit from the flow of what he wants to go with Esosphere Sagnusis. Mm-hmm. But it's not digressing from the Hemshech. This is relevant because if you go back to the end of the, of the first Mimer, Makes it very clear that Atzilus is an interface and Taylor's interface, and says just like an Atzilus, Eris and Kalim, Taylor is Primus Atayda and Chetzenis Atayda, Niglan and Primus. So if you look in chapter, look later. Um, uh, I'm sorry, not, no, no, not at the end of the first man, my mistake, end of the second man. Chapter uh, eight, very relevant here, because here he brings the same thing that Taylor has these two things. So anyway, so in, in, in Teda itself, Midbar is what? The level of hidden secrets. Why? why? 
Shehein l'mayel masoga. Because compared to nigla, the primus is higher than comprehension. Meaning loyodom. Comprehension. So we just said mitzvahs is makif. Teda is pnimi. But in Teda itself, there's an element that's higher than Adam. That's Midbar. And in Teda, that's a secret. There you have the scholars you're talking about. Oh, he says it actually. And in, and in the secrets itself, primarily the secrets of the secrets. In case you figured out what the secrets are, the secrets within secrets too. They call a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Um, that are completely concealed and hidden. Like he says elsewhere. I don't know where the elsewhere may be, but it could be Imre Bina, where Chesidus brings the Alter Mitla Rebbe, which brings the difference between oil and wine. So Shemin, they both come, they're both concealed in the fruit, one in an olive, one in a grape. But Yayin is considered to be Rosin, and Shemin is Rosin de Rosin. Rebbe brings it with you, Taskislav, Shemin, Chanukah. Wine is easier to, uh, to, you know, it doesn't take much to get the liquid out of it. Shemin needs more pressing. You know, there's pressing of, of olives. It takes time. Now, wine takes time in the, in the fermenting mode, but the squeezing doesn't take much effort. You could do it in a bathtub. But the oil is a whole other process. So oil is also thicker. It's, uh, so basically, it explains there that the properties of oil and, and wine, also in halacha, is that, um, that oil is... The deeper the secrets of the secrets. What does it mean in premius? It means you could say you could say something is a secret. Like for example, I may hold a secret, not reveal it to you. It's just a matter of time. It's not that you're incapable of hearing the secret. I just am not revealing it yet to you. The mice of an interesting question is my What is the secret? Yeah, okay, that's one. But I'm, I'm giving you a simple example. But then there's a secret that even if I reveal it to you, it will remain hidden from you because it's fundamentally elusive. It's fundamentally beyond really comprehension. So one is beyond comprehension relatively to where you are. So today it's still a sod. The other one is a sod be'etzim. And that's one explanation. I just, I just want to give a distinction between the two levels of Razum here. All, one, all this is midbar. Beyond, it, other, the lay Adam within other. The beyond structure within structure. And therefore that's why it's a midbar. And Mela, this level, there's no pleasure. And now we're going to say primis abba, primis atik, etc., etc. I'm sure he's going to ask it somewhere. But for all practical purposes, let's talk about this element of atik, which is pleasure, tiny. It's primarily in bina. When a person has an innovation and a concept falls into their head, you don't have quite the same pleasure as when you develop it and really appreciate it. it it's more pure in the Chochmah. And there is, don't say there's no pleasure at all. Sometimes, you know, a great idea is a great idea. But when you say full-blown pleasure, that's why you say Shabbos is Chochmah, Yom Tov is Bina. Shabbos is more Enig. And, and, and Bina is more Simcha. Even though here he's saying it's, it's Enig also, but full-blown Enig is when you have it more expressed. When you have it more in a concentrated form. But here he's going even further. It's Lamailam Asog. It's not even Chochmah. So when you appreciate a secret, the secrets... Is profound, profound in there, but the real pleasure is the secrets of Taylor, which are higher from comprehension, remains, it constantly remains elusive. 
which is interesting. If you start having too much pleasure in learning chassidus, it means you're not getting it. It has to remain beyond the saga. That it doesn't have pleasure. Parentheses. Oh, where's this one at? Oh, there's only two lines. Yeah. I'm getting used to long parentheses. Always looking. And this is the true mean the true time the true reasons or tastes of Taylor. But time Taylor sometimes also refers to Trop. When you read the Taylor. But time Taylor means the deeper reason. She is Gaulit. That will be revealed in the future. In a pleasure that's not sensed. A type of nonsense, tangible. non-tangible, but non, that you don't sense. But the Mugus Mugus like it says elsewhere, the Elazar begins as Sogus Amugus. In future, will be a Sogus Amugus. You'll actually relate to the Mugus, the essence of it. In other words, today we only piece together things like we're hearing, alluding to the site that he spoke about before, Shmir and Yir. The in in and Samar Vov, which is probably what he's referring to, talks about two types of tainuk. A tainuk murgish is when you, you eat a piece of food and you have pleasure. You hear a song, you have pleasure. You, you hear a beautiful thought, you have pleasure. You can sense it, you can describe it, and then you sense it. It's murgish. Tainuk guilty murgish is my burning here. This doesn't mean that we learn from that there's no, it's painful. Even though the does says in Mason does it tell a little niche and that when Rabbi Kiva heard Pimisatel, it's all gained with Moses, his eyes started crying. But it doesn't mean it's painful, it means that it's beyond you. So you can't be spending time right now dwelling in your pleasure. I enjoy this. To say I enjoy it is you're going to, you're experiencing something beyond. That doesn't mean it will always remain beyond. You will have it less of it, we reveal the pleasure, but the pleasure will be one that is beyond tangible senses. It means about there won't be any eating and drinking. It doesn't mean there won't be an experience. So you won't have the tangible experience of, of eating and drinking, but you'll have the, the intangible pleasure. It requires more explanation, but let's let's go on here because not so much theme here. Okay, that's Midbar. So Midbar is the mile Masoga, doesn't have so much pleasure, that's why it's compared to a desert. In a desert, you don't really go to a desert for the for pleasure. Even though today there's tours in deserts, but that's another story. They turn them into oasis. But a desert is not is not exactly a it's an arduous journey. It's not a pleasant experience. Yishuv Shibatay is when you appreciate, understand, comprehend. Think what is in Masilakus Rosen de Raisa? No, but it's clearly talking about understanding godliness in a way that you can relate to. Understanding, comprehension, knowing. And this has time, but 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 Nigla is Masilakus. That's more Masilakus, what God wants. Okay, that, that's, that's what he says. I would say it's probably Rosen de Raisa is more like learning about the beyond of God. And this is more like Mamalakalam, like more like his bottoms, let's say, what the Rambam says. Ketsi Jove Lavosik, so thinking about how God relates to us. That's what I assume is what he means. This has 
taste and pleasure. The Sada, the third thing, the field, it's like in between the two. People don't live in a field, but it's a mukamakum in But nevertheless, it's necessary. It's Litzedech, it's for the needs of the civilization, for the, for the settlement. Because you need a field, things to grow there. And Midbar, even though nature, God created Midbar, also has its role in the universe, but it's not a direct benefit to anyone. So Bechlal Yishuv Yachshuv. And therefore it's considered in general like, like part of the Yishuv. So halachically speaking, Asad is not a Midbar, Asad is a part of the Yishuv. Is there a Gela Halacha? The Midbar is for the Levim. The Alpay Mama, that the, out of the city, that they had the suddens which were around the cities. That so they considered the Okay. So what is this? What's it? What is this in Taylor? This in between thing, Sada. Yeshlem is showing in Kavonas Hamitzvus. Yeshlem, we could say this is the intention within the Mitzvus. The Imiyeshu is a Gamkin Hasoge. You know, Kavonas is already, you're thinking, let's say, when you put on film, you bind your mind and your heart. If every Mitzvah has its Kavona. So this already, even though this is so Gamkin Asagi, even though it's a form of asog, this already is Asagi, because Kavon means you're thinking about you're comprehending something. Nevertheless, it's not like learning Taylor when you learn Taylor. In other words, when you think about the Kavon of a mitzvah, the primary thing is still the mitzvah, the Ratzin. But you have to have Kavon in the mitzvah. When you do Satayr, the primary thing is understanding what you're learning. That's why you have in Kavonah some mitzvahs, things that are Likuva, things that are not Likuva. Some mitzvahs must have a Kavonah, like a carbon. Some mitzvahs don't need a Kavonah, like, like Zdaka. Just shows you that a mitzvah and Kavonah are two separate things. Now, in some cases, Kavonah is necessary that you focus and concentrate. But the bottom line is, it's not quite like learning Tater, where learning, we're talking about learning, not saying Valpeh. Not saying Leo de Makamah. We're talking about someone who learns and understands. Okay, so we have three things in Tater, just briefly. One is Razen, 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 secrets of the Tater primarily. That corresponds to the Midbar. One second. That's the level of Tater in the Esosphere of That's the, the hidden spheres. So it's higher than the structure, within the structure, of course, because it's all Adam. Remember, all this is in Adam. So the highest is Midbar, which is that which is higher than the structure. Specifically, that is, it says the secrets and the secrets of secrets of the Torah. You didn't say it was within the Adam. Within the Adam, he said. Then the second level is is uh, is the other extreme. Ir, um, Yishu, rather. That's learning Teda and comprehending and the pleasure involved. And Sada is in between. Sada is not full comprehension, but it's like the comprehension of the Kavana of Mitzvahs. How this is helping us understand the last chapter, I'm not sure yet, but let's see where it goes here. Midrash Shabbatayah And from the level of Midrash Shabbatayah, the desert in the Torah, what, 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 what does that affect? How does that affect us? From this, from this level, this comes into action, into Concrete action. Without 
wanting necessarily, without wanting the, the reason or the pleasure within it, just to do what God wants. What's the Lashem there? Chifetz Lashem, Kishmei Bekel Hashem. I have to look it up. It's just a word. It's very hard. To, it's hmm? just a word. It's very hard to know what's coming from. Yeah. But basically he's saying that there is an element of just doing it because God wants, without necessarily, without interest in the reasons or the pleasure that you get from it. So Chifetz Lashem, Chifetz is, he wants to have, he desires Godliness. That's the reason, that's the tam, that's as a taste, as a pleasure. Kshmei Bekel Hashem is listening to the voice of Hashem, Bekim Bepel Mamash, just fulfilling it in action, without any reason. This is the Midrash of In other words, the dimension of Teda that's higher than Asaga, the secrets, ultimately it elicits in you the fulfillment of what Hashem wants. This is all Teda, not even Mitzvahs. This is in Pnimi, in Adam. Similar to what a mitzvah is, that he said before, mitzvah is ratzon just for the record. Okay. This is the level of Eretz Canaan. Not just Eretz land, but Canaan. What does it mean? The Eretz tamu in Yemidba. Because he did say mention when I was not a few chapters back. What, what the way did he mention it? Yeah, you remember Kanan? Canaan is... Canaan was a... From this yeah. in, in, in the earlier chapters, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. That's why he's tying it back to that. Really? Do you remember what I'm chapter? Sure find it. Okay, let's see what he says. The edit stam. When you say edit stam, regular edits in your midbar. That's a midbar. Desert. The nikrets knashem is above kines hachniya, achniya, 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 avede blita. Knan from the word which means submitting yourself, submission, surrendering. So edit general is stop. Edit stam in your middle. Well, first of all, okay, with Shlach Khanash and the home the Mamish Lach, Shlach Khanash Mazur says Kanan. So the end of the Mamish Lach? No, right at the beginning. Oh, this okay, this is the, what he's concluding now, yeah. this Mamish. Yeah, 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 I understand. Yeah, that's going to be the answer in this Mamish. Yeah. Absolutely. I got you. Of course. I thought you meant another. And, and, yeah. I'm pretty sure I also said something about this. If it says somewhere else, please. Yeah, yeah, fine. Now, this I know he's leading to. He's including the Mimer now. One second, let's finish it. Nikolaev's Kasha Mzebab Khins Achnia. Achnia? Achnia. Available time. Eretz is generally a midbar, and as Kanan focusing on the submission necessary, the Aveda, the work we do without reason. Aknia. Aknia. Submission. Yeah, yeah like Akhra, yeah. Yes, I said that. I was wondering how you pronounce Aknia or Aknia. Aknia, Aknia. Okay. That's Kanan. Kanan from the word submitting. This is the advantage, the virtue, the, the, the superiority this, that mitzvahs have action. Mitzvahs, action mitzvahs have over Torah. Because through this, through a mitzvah, an action, you uh, draw down the essence of the divine, 
It's higher than any revelation. You know something? This parenthesis is really like the end of the Maimur. It's going back to Canaan. It's just usually, in most of the Maimurim, it's what threw me, usually he just says, Al-Pihanal, we'll understand the Pasuk. Here, instead of doing Al-Pihanal, he started like Vihine. And it's a parenthesis because it's pretty long and he didn't want lose, to lose track of the flow here. So bottom line is like this. Okay. We are here. So understanding and comprehending the divine and also the level of pleasure these are only revelations alone they're only revelations of the divine of the divine infinite light to draw and access atmos the essence why it's through action, concrete action, specifically in the form of Kabbalah Sel You just accept the yoke of heaven. And it's known that still, we still need to have Giluyim. Remember, I gave the whole explanation in one of the previous classes the difference between what I spoke about. The Yafashach is Shuvah Maisim Tevin, but you have to have Etzim Begilu. It's not just enough to have the Etzim. So we need also Gilu, Kumar Derech Moshlat Smicha, Kimina Oritz Bekeich Hatzma. Like something that grows, vegetation that grows from land on its own. Like you see, you don't have to plant anything. Earth will, will produce uh, weeds or whatever it produces. Nevertheless, it says, when the rain will fall, and it will give birth and make things grow. Like the revelation of mitzvahs is through Teda. We spoke about this also. That even the etzem that's revealed through mitzvahs also comes through Teda. Remember, we spoke about Eir carrying, I was talking about Eir carrying Atzmas, the power of Atzmas. Right? So he's basically saying that you need Gilui. So even though things will grow on their own, nevertheless, it says when the rain will fall, we'll make things grow. So you need to have the giluim to make things grow, not just rely on the Kabbalah sale alone that it's just going to grow. Meaning, not just rely on Aveda, means not just rely on that, but you have to do something to reveal it. So therefore, even though Eretz Kanan, Midbar, in the Torah is a critical thing, Nevertheless, you need to have the Gilim. Same thing is in order for have the Gilim, the revelation of the action of mitzvahs, which is brings down the essence on their own. Like like he said here, like things grow on their own ground. You need to have Mad is Mayim Tchurim. It's literally the, the the waters of the male, masculine waters. It's usually Man and Mad. There's Man is Mayim Yukfin, Tata. It's the cave of the female, the recipient, reaching upward. And the mad is the amshacha, the masosadayela of the mashpia, the zohar, the transmitter, transmitting downward. So he says here, even though this gilead of mitzvah, 
in order to in order to have the power of mitzvahs, which we said reveals the etzimus like something growing out of the ground on its own. Nevertheless, you need to have like the water, like the rain that falls. a revelation of light, of energy. And this will cause there to be a uh, a reaching, a generating of energy from below the Maisamitsus on their own. So the water, therefore, doesn't cause the water is a catalyst to get it going. So yes, if you if if the earth has the power to make things grow on its own. Doesn't need water per se, but the water is the catalyst that makes it happen. So it's not that the water plants seeds; the water is is arousing, stimulating the power of growth within the. So mitzvahs have the power to reach the etzim, but you need the giluyim of Torah to make it happen, to bring it to bring to bring it up, bring it forth. Like we said about the containers, containers have a connection, but there's the energy that reveals it. Or else it just remains like latent. Dormant. It would be like you have a potential and it's a mentor, teacher, coach that brings it out of you. So it came from you. It's yours. No one gave it to you. Mm-hmm. You need someone to help to help, to help uh, stimulate yeah. it. Ignite yeah. it. And this was the purpose. This was the union of, of the sending of the scouts. To spy out the land. As I was to spy out the land of Canaan. Their role was to bring down this, like a rain, this awakening from above, to awaken the power of self-generated effort from the earth. So Eretz Canaan is Midbar, referring to Achno, the Kabbalah sale. But you need the Meraglin, like a sense, Taylor, to come and stimulate the ultimate purpose is the action. Action is paramount. Specifically through that you have the real powerful light, energy. And this is why it's called Eretz Kanan. The ultimate purpose is Kanan. The submission to perform the mitzvahs in action, specifically, specifically. But for this to happen, you need to have first like the rain that stimulates it, that awakens it. Now the Meraglin, the scouts, were on a level of Hasoga. They were, we know they were Bali Madrig, they were high level. They comprehended. They were people of intelligence, and they had great pleasure. And they were uh, people of pleasure, in good way. That's what it says in the beginning of Shlach. It says, "Ish the one man for each shaver, for each tribe." Meaning, they were the leaders of each tribe. What does it mean? Says Chalkus. They were distinct entities, not esoteric agnosis, basically distinct entities. The basogari yesh chalukum because people of comprehension have different levels. Kabbalah sale equalizes, understanding separates or not separate divides, creates distinction. In general, that's when the revelation comes into a form of distinctions of separation of levels. And this is what it says, 
they should spy out the land. Yisur is not just spy out, it comes from the word Yisrael, means an advantage to uh, to glean a um, to you know, to take out you know right because you know, the Shabbat pasuk lasur b'chach b'chach he didn't bring this message in the beginning of the man. Am I right? No. So what's he saying here? Look it up in Medrash. But basically, Medrash is a prolosser upon the Pasuk Lossard. The Chachma Lahisid Bachachma. In other words, they should spy it out with wisdom. They should do it with wisdom. Lahisid Bachachma. Lahisid sounds like like something you're adding to it. Like, you know, if they would have just gone in to conquer the land, God said, conquer the land, that's Kabbalah sale. The, the whole point of sending Miraglim was to do it with a plan. Like he's saying here, Kabbalah sale, just listen. Why, why, why do Moshe have to send them? Because Hashem wants us also to do it in a way that's logical. Check out. So I don't know exactly the words, but it's probably saying is that their wisdom should should add to how we're going to conquer this land. So the Medrash is basically No, just to add to it. It's almost like an addition, like a... It, it's an addition. It could be, fine. Basically it means... Not to add, what do I want to say, to, to um, not accentuate, to, to, <coughs> like what a wise person does to a situation, he makes it better, like he, um, wise the It's like elucidating or, or illuminating. It's clearly that's what he means. That means that their their role as as Bali Asoga is they, you know they they went to scout with intelligence to look out where it's what. It means that it's coming to that the, the purpose is that from this there should be some some advantage in the land. Something should be added. In other words, that even though the land has its own promise, its own power. But their chachma, their wisdom, Yasuru, meant to give an advantage or reveal the advantage within the power of the land that it has on its own, this Havayda that comes from Kabbalah Seh. Well, Meshul Abbeinu Hayyibchinus Ma. Meshul Abbeinu Al-Vashalom was the level of Ma. Shalei Ratzu B'Shum Tain, Grag Barvedis Tama, or not. Meshul Abbeinu was bitter. Ma. Nochru Ma. He didn't want any pleasure. He just wanted to do a complete, Vedatam means a complete finished work. And now, and he wanted to bring the scouts also to this level. So in other words, we have here is where Etzim and Giluim are having a conflict. The purpose of the promised land, even though it's interesting, Eretz Kanan is using Midbar, he's now referring it to Israel. Okay, I guess before they settled it. So uh, the purpose of the land is like mitzvahs. Mitzvah is that you have to just submit and do. And even in Teda, it's the level of Teda that's higher than Asoga, higher than pleasure. As he says, the level of Teda. One second. It's Midbar. Yeah, the Midbar, the Teda, Achni Aved Blita.
Now, but in order to bring out this etzem, the essence within the land, you need giluim, just like you need rain that brings out things to grow, makes things grow. The same thing here, you need giluim. You need, that's why you send maralim, who are already in the structure, not etzem. And their role was to figure it out. What naveda that means is, like the rain, the, the, the susanlela, that's coming with Seichel and Asoga to awaken the power and reveal that power. And that itself has a Yisr. That adds something to it. Which so it's not, the, one huh? the one that's dormant in the Midbar? The power yeah, that's yeah, yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. Now, Mesh, now, how do you prevent the problem happening that they, uh, that they, that they don't end up revealing that? So you have Moshe Rabbeinu, who doesn't want any tank. He just wants the job done. And he wanted to bring them also to this level. Obviously, they, 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 that was their sin. They didn't. And that's what Moshe said, he commanded them, you go look, and you'll see the land. Before it mentions Vesur Asaretz, Moshe Rabbeinu told them Vesur Asaretz. That's the difference. Because on Moshe Rabbeinu's level, it wasn't Vesur, it wasn't Melash and Vesurim. He didn't want the Chachma part of it. In Vesur, we should see the Mahus. That's the difference. The Choshev edits Arim, the Am. Remember in the beginning he said that there are three things. That is, now he's connecting to Midbar Yishuv Sadr. Wow, this is also pretty dense. So he said in the beginning, if you remember, he said, what are the three things? That says three times, three things to see. Yeah. One is Lirus Sa'am, Lirus Ma'aretz Mahu, Mahi, Yeshvi Aretz. The second was Eretz Atzma. The third was the, the land, the, the, the cities. So what are the three things? The people, the dwellers, the land, and the cities. So he's going to say now. This is where he's holding them because the question is, was Mahu in the Yisur so all its love and they never let our girl and he never showed me them. He must want him lyrics to some right here. Yes, I'm yeah. So he says, release the solids. The Choshev edits on him the am the land, which means the dwelling of people in the land. Oh, well, actually, the, the, the land itself, the cities and the people, the nation. What are they? They're the three things. Shehem Midbar Yishuv Asadim. Those are the desert, the land and the and the field. Edits is Midbar. That's the land itself. The Arim is Mokim Yishuv Adam. The cities is where they live, the place where their people settle and Yishuv civilized. It was a habit, they, they inhabit. The Am, he Madrege Pchusa. When we say Am, nation, that's, the low, that's a low level. That's a place where Hasogi is very little, there's a, there's a diminished state of Hasogi. Why is that? That's Midbah. No. Midbud is edits. I mean, that's, so that's, that's, so that. that's in between. It's, there's a soga, but it's pchusa. That's how he's explaining. Look, it's very kitsu here. So, in the context of what he said earlier with the tailor, what is it? The three things. Midbud is, is the thing, is the tailor, and then there's the. And then there's the gilunim. Okay. Well, Bakulam Emir Ma. In all of them, he said Ma. Loshin Ma. Lisa Maseris Mahi, then Maha Oritz, or Maha Orim. So all of them he said Ma, Lashon Ma, Moshe's Bittl, because he wants to be Moshe's Bittl and all of them. Shakavon Shi Yibchin's Bittl the Midbar. Because the purpose in this is there should be the Bittl of Midbar in all three. This is very, so what are the three? If you remember the three is Lamaila Masogu, that's the, the desert. Okay, that's Kabbalah Sale. The seichel understanding is the cities. 
where the people dwell. I'm just going back to see how it says it. It's Idiyas Yeah, Idiyas And so there is the Tzedek HaYishuv, Kavonos HaMitzvahs. Okay, the in-between place. It's not actual Asogi Mamish, but it's like the Kavonah. And all three, he wants to have Bittu of Midbar. Very dense, very dense. Amaradim did not want this achnara, this submission, and this suspension of self. And that's why they... They don't want this level of midbar, right? This clear. Yeah. Right, right. They wanted the others. And that's why That's why they slandered the land. They let out a dibasarit and slandered yeah. the land. Aha, the land that had this power of etzim. They didn't want premiers at there. Basically, they wanted to have only the revealed part that you appreciate, that you can appreciate. I'm just thinking also, that's what they have in the midbar. They didn't want the Esosphere of the scholars. That's about Because they said that's midbar Shabbatay. They want this chalkus. They wanted this chalkus. I'm just connecting. One second. Moshe's purpose, and this is why he sent them, is that there should be bittel. And there was a good intention in their going. Their role was to reveal, to draw down, to transmit a, a transmission from above in order to awaken and cause and generate the elevation of the growth or the self-generated effort from the earth on its own. So Yasuda is also advanced. They didn't want the Yasuda. Which means that's the level of understanding. To stimulate the level of and to draw that down into that level. And that's the Yisura, the positive Yisura, that there should be an advantage. It should bring an advantage to them. The truth is, the Yisura here is two things. There's the advantage of the Eretz on its own, as we said before. Look at the end of the previous uh, paragraph. And then there's the Yisura that comes from the addition of the Chochmah, of their Mad. That's what Moshe wanted, but that's not what happened. That's why he sent these people to Afghan, because they were yeah, in Alam. Yeah, because they were Ishalka. So they didn't want Esosphere's Agnuses. Basically, they wanted a divisive world, because they wanted their Gidoy and that. Kitsur. In the Teri, Yashmid B'Yishuv Sada, and Teri, there's three levels. There's the desert, there's the habitation, or habitable civilization, and field. Yishlem Amidba, Primis HaTeri, B'Shar Shari, B'Chins Chochmo, Esosphere's Agnuses. Oh, he's adding a little more now. Midba, Islam, you could say, is the inner t- dimension of Taylor, and its root is the level of Chochmah in the ten hidden spheres. Before, you just said that the Taylor is generally the, the midbars of the hidden spheres. Mm-hmm. It's Chochmah. That helps. I'll tell you why. Because it's Taylor. Right. So it's not just midbar, it answers also because you could say midbar is, is, is mitzvahs. Kabbal sale. Pure Kabbal sale is mitzvahs, not Taylor. We said that. So no, the Taylor itself also has all has it within it. Why is that so important? Why not just say Midbar is mitzvahs? And Moshe sent Taylor to be awakened in mitzvahs. No, they want to take it in Taylor itself. You could just say, like you said in the parentheses, Taylor awakened the mitzvahs, and they didn't do the job. 
They just wanted Taylor. They wanted to learn. They didn't want, you know, Taylor without the Mach. The nation of Taylor. He wanted them to have the nation of Taylor. That's for sure. But I'm saying why? Why? But the explanation here is that within Taylor you have midbar, not just that midbar is mitzvahs. I guess for his scholars. That's the level of the essential pleasure. That does not sense. I am the common Tadik. Says Dej Gimel 203. The Yishuv is Tadish about Soge. Here it doesn't say Soge Salakus. It's just Tadish that's comprehended. But Soge Kavonis HaMitzvah. And the field is the intentions of the Mitzvah. The Shadish Maisa HaMitzvah. But Kavonis HaMitzvah. But Kavonis HaMitzvah. No, he says that also before. That the Shadish. From the midbar of the Tater comes the power of Kabbalah Seir. There has to be something there by his Tater, maybe because Meisha is midbar. The root of the Meisha Mitzvah with the, in the yoke of heaven, you know, Kabbalah Seir, just because God wants it, is the level of midbar. The Zemayinah is Canaan, that's the land of Canaan. Loshon HaKnoah, submit. But first you need to have some revelation, like the rain. And here he adds something that doesn't say inside. You have to learn in order to appreciate. That brings you to action. Ah. And maybe that's why. So in Tater, you have Midbar Shabbat Tater in order to awaken the Kabbalah Seil of Mitzvah's Maybe you wouldn't be able to get to that. Without it. So and that's what Moshe it. wanted. That's what it should have been. They, they were interested in Talmud, not in the Mabel of Demais. Well, Bizei. And with this is explained the sending of the scouts and the, it's a thing of a Yisuru Roshan and the advantage that it brings out of it. Right, this Loshan is very interesting. It's like, okay, this concludes the final chapter of Hosha. Okay, so we conclude chapter 20, page 32-33, also the conclusion of Discourse 5. We're moving along. This is a beautiful, elegant Ayan Bayes. And we move to next will be chapter six, which goes into further discussion of the hidden spheres and Simpson and so on. Okay. Are you good? No, no.